Uh, well, let's uh, go to Whanganui now, and our correspondent is Mike Tweed, multimedia journalist for the Whanganui Chronicle. Kia ora, Mike. Welcome. Kia ora. How are you doing? Really good. Now, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, aren't they? Who's been descending on electorates in your hood? Goodness gracious me, where to start? Well, there's endless National Party spokespeople, endless Labour ministers and spokespeople. They're, they're coming through at a, at a quick pace, as they would at this, at this time of an election cycle. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I've managed to touch base with pretty much every single candidate in the Rangatiki, Wanganui and Titai Hauru, uh electorates. And the vast majority of them, uh, they're begging people not to vote for them. That's the party vote they want and nothing else. Okay, and uh, is that the the arguments being made? It's going right out on a limb now, isn't it? With these sort of threats of, of second elections being a possible outcome, that is really pushing it. Frankly, um, what sort of messaging? What sort of messaging is there uh, along the lines of "vote for my party"? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess uh, I guess it's coalition time, isn't it? It is, and, and that's pretty much what they're after. Uh, yeah, vote for my party, and we can be part of the next government. Whichever way you, uh, whichever way you kind of look at it, um, if you're on the left, or on the right, or on the centre. Um, but I have to say, in Wanganui, I guess minor parties are enjoying some success. Uh, Winston Peters' visit uh, to our fair city drew close to 500 people to the eulogy, eulogy lounge at the racecourse here. Um, so yeah, I think they're enjoying. A bit Sorry, of a, the a bit eulogy of lounge is that the, the eulogy the... lounge? Goodness, yes, okay, yes. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. And how was um, he received? I think very well. I mean, I, I guess with, when someone of his stature comes to town, uh, lots of people go along as supporters, and lots of people just go along to see what he's got to say. Um, whether or not his message is going to ring true, we'll uh, we'll see on October the fourteenth. Yeah. But I guess on the other side, a kind of a refreshing entry into uh, the Wanganui race is the Animal Justice Party's Sandra Kyle, who is not too worried about, I guess, any other political party. What she wants to do is uh, get rid of killing livestock and move to a plant-based economy. And uh, that was quite, that's quite a refreshing change to um, talking to her as opposed to the usual government bad, opposition good, or opposition good, government bad type of thing that goes on. Yeah, that was quite good. <laughs> what sort of numbers are we getting? Mr Peters, I understand, pulled close to 500. Um, yep. What sort of numbers for some of the other um, candidates' meetings or, or um, events? Well, I would say in candidate events, when they go and sort of argue with one another, you're looking at sort of 90 to 100. Um, and, and the other, I mean, I'd probably, someone's going to pull me up on this, but I'd say Mr. Peter's visit drew the most people. But uh, when a national spokesperson comes through or a minister comes through, there would be at least 100 there, 150, I would say. What about the key seats? Uh, because there is the anticipation, along with a very different party vote this year, that there'll be a lot of electorate seats changing hands as well. Which ones are most in play in your area? Well, I would, I mean, Wanganui is a marginal seat. It has been held by Labour's Steph Lewis since 2020, and National, I mean, National is throwing everything into winning it. Winning it. Uh, there are uh, candidate Carl Bates. There's uh, the billboard wars going on very, very strong. There's a lot of blue, board, blue billboards uh, around the place. Over in Rangatiki, now that um, has been Nash, that's been blue since the 1930s. Um, apart from four years of social credits, Bruce Beetham in the 1970s, um, and uh, Sue Redmayne over there is 
stepping in for Ian McKelvey, who is uh, retiring. But Labour's Zalfa Kabat is confident he can spring an upset in Rangatiki. Um, he's been campaigning hard. But uh, as I said, it's out of those two, really, because everybody else there is just after the party vote. Um, in Titai Hauru, it's looking to be a two-horse race to Party Māori's Debbie Narewa-Paka versus Soraya Peki-Mason from Labour. Nationals Hanati Hipango, who was previously the Wanganui MP, is having a crack in that electorate as well, along with uh, Visions New Zealand's Paris Winniata. But I think it's going to come down to Debbie versus Soraya over there. That's a really interesting, uh, a really interesting race in particular. Okay, yeah. now there's a housing standoff, uh, and this is in Ohakuni, often in the news for other reasons at the moment, of course, because it is the service town to ski fields, and particularly to Turua ski field, and that's been having its woes. Uh, but yeah. what's happening about a new housing proposal in Ohakuni that's making the news there? Well, a big block of land um, uh, across the road from Olakuni's famous Carrot Park um, is the site of 44 new homes, a mixed housing development, it's called, with 15 social houses included. Um, and, well, a community group called Save Oakuni, while they say there is a need for more housing, they're sort of fighting against the plans and say there are already houses that could be used. Um, but Kainga Ora and the Rua Pehu District Council are, are getting on with the job. Um, yeah, so it's it's quite interesting because obviously there is a need, but whether uh, building all these new houses on a on a new site is is sort of the most cost effective way to do it is I guess that's up to up up for debate. And explanations given about why it's being done this way is it simply mimic or or replicate the model that's being used up and down the country, Mike? Yeah, well, of course, with, with central government, yeah, there is a there is a model in place. But uh, in the Ruapehu district, there's around uh, 72 applicants with urgent housing needing housing need uh, on the housing register, including 12 families already living in Ohakuni. So there is there's definitely a need for housing, which I don't think anyone is disputing. It's just whether or not uh, in the close vicinity of the famous Carrot Park is the best idea. Um, so on 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 one uh, yeah uh, the Save Oakuni group is saying there's already houses in play that could be used and this block of land has sort of no uh, no power or no uh, sewage or anything like that but I guess you have to think yeah would, would people people want to help but just not anywhere near them near themselves or is there a better way of doing things indeed. Now too many pokies in Whanganui. Who says so? And who's in charge of where they can go? Yes, well, there's two advocacy groups in Wanganui who are, yeah, if, uh, there's 218 to be precise, and the experts are saying that's way too many. Obviously, there's a sort of, I think it's called a, a sinking cap on how many there can be. Um, that number has stayed pretty, pretty um, solid over the last few years, but... New figures just released show that uh, $12.3 million went through Wanganui Pokey Machines last year. And that is at 6.2 already this year. Um, and if I dig back in the, in the Chronicle Annals, for the year to March 2019, the total spend was slightly under $10.5 million, And that in itself was up uh, by 187000 from the year before. So that it's, it's sort of trending upwards. And that is something that Mayor Andrew Tripe says is alarming and worrying, that that amount of money is leaving the community. Uh, anything they can do about it? Who does sort of govern what, where they can go, how many there can be? 
Well, there is that is uh, that comes under the Wanganui District Council. Um, yeah, and there is a there is a there, like I said, there is a cap. Um, but at the end of the day, like yeah, there's still 218. <laughs> Whether or not that's going to go down anytime soon, I'm not sure. But um, it is governed in, uh, in it is it comes under uh, local government and what they can do. Um, but I mean, on the flip side of that, you would, uh, according to the New Zealand Community Trust, 91 cents of every dollar gambled is returned to players in prize money, with the rest going to grants levies such as the problem gambling levy. So I mean, community groups are getting something out of this. Um, it's just it's just a matter of yeah, the money's coming from gambling, and uh, out of the 12.3 million that went into the pokey machines in Wanganui, only 2.4 million was invested directly back into Wanganui groups and services. So, yeah, I guess that's around $10 million exiting the district. Now, we've got to do this one. It was all the rumour. It was all the rage we were discussing it last week. Is it true? The Hoff in Taihapi. This is this is this is true. This has been this is absolutely true. Now, yeah, should we take we'll take a, a bit of a break from the doom and gloom that I've just been going on about? But yes, Thai Happians. There's a new word. Thai Happians were stunned when none other than the Hoff popped up in town. He was um he was in New Zealand to film a new TV series with Reese Darby. Um, yeah, and I think I think locals were kind of gobsmacked. You might expect a I don't know a, a Dave Dobbin or a John Key to pop into town, but they got David Hasselhoff. And uh, yes, Rangatiki District Council's comms coordinator Ben Cordwell immediately set out on a pilgrimage to find him when he heard these rumours, and uh, and find him he did, along with about uh, fifty to a hundred people who had who had also <laughs> tracked him down. But he apparently had time for everyone signing autographs, taking pictures, and even uh, par- partaking in the town's most famous pastime, gumboot throwing. And uh, even at 71 and recovering from surgery, according to Ben Caldwell, he didn't do too bad. So good on him. I know there have been false rumours before of superstars coming to Taihapi. I think there was one in particular that kept the town abuzz for a long time that was unable yes. to be substantiated. But I, the Hoff I, was there in full glory. Yeah. I think it was uh, was it Adele. It, was I think it might have been Adele. <laughs> Someone but, was mean, utterly convinced that she'd popped down from Auckland. Well, uh, and I mean, maybe she had, but there was just no evidence to back the uh, to back the um, to back the claim. No, no. Well, they've gone one step better now with the Hoff. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood royalty in town, smiling. Uh, it's not really hands. beach weather though, is it? A lot of the time in Thai Happy, so um, yeah. No, no, no. But he, he was there. I can confirm. <laughs> Very he? good, can... Mike. Thank you so much. <laughs> Mike Tweed yes. is multimedia journalist for the Panganui Chronicle.